Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with guests Pastor JP and Heather Funk. from your sin, your shame, whatever form that is. So we hope that this story will give you courage. And God did have a plan, but it was a bigger picture than just me. There was a bigger picture than just my sin, my idolatry. It really was our whole family. What sin or sins in your life seem to never go away? Does the burden of them shame and overwhelm you? Today, you'll learn that Jesus has a plan to take that sin away. Look to Him and listen for His guidance, and you'll be guided away from the sins that haunt you. Allow Him to move in your life, and you'll find redemption. Now here's Pastor JP and Heather in the book of Joel chapter 2 as they continue their message, Restoration. I didn't tell my parents. I didn't tell my friends. I never told anyone. So I had, at a very early age, a deeply embedded secret shame. I didn't tell anyone until I was 55 years old. So it's no wonder that pornography had a hold on me. Uh, It was easy to live a life of fantasy in secret because I had learned that secrecy was how I coped. In my generation, there was an explosion of pornography everywhere, available, nothing like now, but it was everywhere, whether it was magazines or triple X movies. And along with it, as I got older, I lived a promiscuous life, but then my porn addiction was always there too. So when I began walking with Jesus at the age of 34, so many vices fell away one by one. But the secret and the shame of pornography was so deeply rooted that it didn't want to to budge. I'd like to show you a slide that helps to explain what I'm talking about just in a a simple graphic turn. No matter where you start on the cycle, this is where you stay when you have an idolatry in your life. Sexual desire, pornography, masturbation. You may start with failure. Failure immediately brings Shame. Shame works against the unresolved resentments that you possess, that you've never dealt with. And so then 
that brings you to the next thing. Somewhere along the line, because of your resentment, there will be an event, a thought, or a trigger. And that trigger leads you again to failure. And that can happen many times during a day, during a week, during a month, during a year, just being stuck in this cycle that you can't get off. Now, sometimes you might find some, some, some help, some victory. As a Christian, I would have seasons of victory. But I could never see the roots of my idolatry. All I saw was my failure, my shame, my unresolved resentment. I knew my triggers, but then more failure. Now, with the Lord for me, there was hopefulness mixed in there, but I didn't know the way out. I did believe somehow that the Lord would help me finally overcome. I was better, but not completely free. I did enjoy seasons of victory, yeah, but I couldn't sustain them because of the roots of my shame. The cycle of the shame, the resentment, the triggers, and the failure would show itself again. So tonight we want to share with you more about how the Lord has restored on this journey of restoration. Um, And I want you to know that God has a plan to free you from your sin, your shame, whatever form that is. So we hope that this story will give you courage. And God did have a plan. But it was a bigger picture than just me. There was a bigger picture than just my sin, my idolatry. It really was our whole family. Thanks, JP, for being vulnerable and honest. And this is a hard topic to talk about, but it's more common than we like to admit. And we're going to actually look at some statistics on that later. Sexual sin lands on people with an immense amount of shame. It's like getting tangled in a cobweb made of super glue. And the more you try to get free from it, the more you get tangled up in it as you try to get free. Because it's not something that you can free yourself from. And any self-effort to do that just becomes more entangled. It's only through Jesus and the power of his blood on the cross. And we'll get more into that Um, in a time and a culture where sex sales, you, you don't really need to look very hard to be led astray. And my way of dealing with the effects of pornography in my marriage would put me in, emotion, in an emotional spin that would just consume me where I, I couldn't function. Um, as newlyweds, we enjoyed marriage and each other so much, and we didn't have kids, so we traveled and did all kinds of great things together. And this area would just kind of pop up here and there. Um, it could go long seasons, but it was like a jack-in-the-box. And, um, and every time it happened, it would just knock the wind out of me. And, and so it was like the, the sting of betrayal just really felt so painful in my heart. And... Um, as my responsibilities grew and different things that I was taking on, it was hard for me to function. And so I felt hopeless. I felt like no one understood. And because I couldn't really function in my life this way, I made a vow or a decision that I would no longer let this hurt me. I had to be able to function in my life. And this was how I chose to do it. 
And it wasn't an overnight decision. And I really felt the Lord even warning me, you know, um, from Hebrews, do not harden your heart like they did in the rebellion in the desert. When I tested them, I felt him saying that again and again. But just because um, of the setup of the enemy from my past and my life, it came to a place to where that's what I did choose. So now when my husband would struggle in his addiction, it didn't hurt me like before. I wasn't happy about it, but I wouldn't let it touch my heart like it did before. The only problem with when we make these kinds of vows is that they're spiritually binding. So the very thing that I thought was protecting me, it was actually destroying me from the inside. In an effort to protect my heart, I was actually destroying it. Instead of letting Jesus protect my heart, I gave the enemy rights to oppress me even though I didn't realize it at the time. I had made a lie my refuge and thinking I could protect my heart. But instead, I just got a bitter root and I discovered that more as time went on. In Isaiah 28, 15, it really paints a picture of that, of that kind of decision or vow. You boast we have entered into a covenant with death. With the grave, we have made an agreement. And I think when we make those decisions kind of in a painful situation, we aren't necessarily thinking, oh, I'm going to let a demonic stronghold come into my life and overtake me. It, it seems the enemy doesn't work that way. It seems like the right thing to do. But that, in essence, is what we're doing. We are literally making a covenant with death. When an overwhelming scourge sweeps by, it can't touch us. It was like, it can't touch me anymore. It's not going to do that to me. For we have made a lie our refuge and a falsehood our hiding place. And that is exactly what I did. It didn't necessarily happen overnight, but my heart just became smaller and, and did shrivel. So as I was blinded by the anger and, and the pain, I really didn't realize the spiritual implications that you know, that that was holding. And even there was different areas in my health that were being affected that I didn't, um, I didn't put the dots together on that. And in Hebrews 12, 15, it says, see that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. Really, that's what it was doing. It was like this slow process, but it, it definitely got in there. For joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. 
A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.